Welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast. And now your host, Steve Hall. Hi, welcome to the next episode of the Mustang Owners Podcast. Today we're joined by Rich Marquesan, who is actually the owner of one of our Mustangs that we have on display at the Mustang Owners Museum. And he owns the 1966 Golden Anniversary Mustang. And uh, it's a very unique car when we do share the information with uh, guests that come to the museum. We do get the oohs and ahs about it because it's a car that not a lot of people are aware of. And uh, it's fun to share the story. And it's a gr- and I know Rich has spent a lot of time on this type of Mustang. And so with that being said, Rich, welcome to the podcast. And uh, please tell us about the car. Well, thank you very much. So, uh, you know, I own the uh, 1966 golden anniversary mustang there and the reason why it's a, such a special car is because uh, when ford built their one millionth mustang they built 50 of these golden mustangs to commemorate that they built uh, one million mustangs in a two-year period uh, all 50 of these golden mustangs were made in uh, san jose california um, the special part about all these mustangs is they only use this golden anniversary gold paint on these 50 cars and actually, on the door plate, there's no paint code color on these Golden Anniversary Mustangs. And it's the only Mustangs that Ford ever made that they did not put a paint code. Um, I guess they didn't want to, to, to share it. It was actually, when I restored these cars, it was really kind of very hard to, to find that Golden Anniversary paint uh, because of the fact that, uh, you know, it wasn't so easy to find. Um, all these calls also had... Uh, um, the DSA DSO code, which was one 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 one, and that's also only on these Golden Anniversary Mustangs. All of the Mustangs, all the Golden Mustangs, they're just regular Mustangs. So they all were, you know, two door hardtops with C codes. They all had the two eighty nine engines with the two barrel carbs. But the funny part is, most of them were with black interiors. The one you guys have, because I actually own two. Uh, the ones that you guys have have the parchment interior. And from my knowledge, I heard they only made two of them. The two of the fifty were with the parchment interior. Um, you know, they all have the C4 automatic transmissions like a lot of the other Mustangs did. But the um, special part about uh, this particular Mustang that you have in your museum, and if we're going too fast and you want to ask me a question, please do, by the way. Sure. <laughs> that this, this particular car that you have was actually owned by the Ford family. I actually have the original pink slip go- going back to, um, from when Henry Ford II lived in um, where do you live? He lived in Gross Point, Michigan at 457 Lakeshore Road. And the pink slip actually has that address on it, which is kind of cool. Uh, so it gives a little uh, provenance and a little history of where the car came from. And this particular car, I guess, went through a couple of different people that worked for Mr. Ford. The first one was the butler, actually, because from, from what we heard that Henry Ford II actually gave it to his butler, uh, Mr. Romano, I believe was his name. And he had it for several years. And then he actually sold this car to the furniture maker of the Henry of the Fords. He owned it for 14 years, I believe it was. Um, and then it, it passed through to some other gentleman by the name of Keith Howard. And then I bought it from Richard Koba, who only owned it for, I think, maybe a month or so until he found our I had a little website up about the Mustangs. And that's where we found, he, he found us. And then I purchased it from him and. 
did a partial restoration on the car, and as you see, it's sitting in your in your museum right now. Got you. But I know I know from the story that it actually um, the Golden Mustang actually was probably introduced to a lot of people for the very first time in a recent Mustang Monthly article, and in That's the right. article it talked about another golden mustang and so i'm hoping you probably because you're involved with that one too uh a bit and i know that's the one that you mentioned that's actually at the peterson museum correct i own the both of them yes. right mm -hmm. right but was there an interest in golden mustangs prior to this first one that went to the peterson museum or was it just i actually didn't know about them i think a lot of people don't know about well them. exactly that's what um, i'm trying to figure out so that's what i was going to ask you is what drew you to them, or was it kind of like you found out it was a golden Mustang after you had the car, and that made you kind of pique the interest even more to uh, for yourself? So, yeah, the story about the first one, which is the number one car that happens to be in the Peterson Museum there. I was actually, you know, I, when, when I was in high school, I loved Mustangs. 1964 and a half to 96 Mustangs. That's kind of how I made money in high school. I bought them. I restored, restored them. And so one of my son got into high school. I said, you know what? You know, it would be a fun project to get him a Mustang so we can kind of restore it ourselves. So we found this Mustang in San Carlos, which, believe it or not, was only about 10 minutes from my house. And uh, it was not in the best condition at all. It was sitting in the driveway. And so we made a deal with the owner there and we bought the car. And the owner didn't know something about he was telling me about how this is a golden anniversary but i didn't really know too much about it and then when we went into the trunk of the car because the car was actually colored brown we found the original gold paint in the trunk and then then the bells rang did a little homework and about the car and found out that they only made 50 of them and i told my son unfortunately i don't think i can give you this car <laughs> so uh, a friend of mine and i eric remy who passed away recently unfortunately uh, restored this car that one happens to be in the Peterson Museum. And, uh, yeah, so there was a fun history about the car. And, yeah, then Mustang Monthly got a hold of us, and they did a whole thing about the car and got front page, and a lot of fun. It was a good time. That was about three years ago. Gotcha. I'm just curious, are you are you aware of how many other Golden Anniversary Mustangs are out there that have been found or have been identified? Or, or are there still some possibilities that there are still golden Mustangs out there, but they've just been painted other colors and the owners don't know it? Exactly. So from my knowledge, from what I heard, I believe there's five of them. One person actually called me up actually about three, four months ago and said he it was completely falling apart. He showed me pictures of this car. was not in great condition, but he, he thought it was one of them. So I told him to send me some VIN numbers, the door plates, and this and that. And you know what? It was actually one of the 50 cars. So I believe he's in the process of restoring his. And then there was one other car uh, that somebody else, I forget the name of the person. There, So from my knowledge, there's five of them five of them that I know of, but you're right. There could be other cars that they just don't realize that it's one of the 50. I remember a story about another gentleman who owned one, but he crashed it and he loved that it was one of the golden anniversary Mustangs. And the story is that he painted another one, a gold color, and it wasn't original anymore. It wasn't a real uh, a golden anniversary, but he, he drove it and enjoyed it. And uh, because uh, the fact that he actually crashed the first one, the original one. Well, that's sometimes how deep the passion actually goes. Sometimes that you have to kind of make compensation for uh, for mis you know for a little mishaps like that. So, exactly. but the the fifty Mustangs that were um, that were built, 
uh, and I think you alluded to it a little bit is how uh, it was, you know, there was done over because, of course, the number of cars. But if I'm not mistaken, though, I think that did set a world record as how fast a car brand did sell a million vehicles. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. For two years, the one million of these brand new kind of unknown cars, the Mustang in 64 and a half was, a, you know, a two door, wasn't even a sports car as they are today. It wasn't even sports. It was just a family two door car. I guess it was so popular that uh, they built one million in two years. Well, that's and that's in, in today's car world. That's almost an unheard of. I doubt if that record will ever be broken because just the way the landscape is for automobiles these days. That I think any time a car can sell a million vehicles over its lifetime, that's 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 a winner. Much less do it in a couple of years. Um, the fifty cars that were actually built, I understand that they were actually used though when Ford sent them out to their top 50 dealers the idea was for them to use it as a promo or some kind of way of um, marketing and not necessarily a car just to put on the lot to sell but it was actually to be used for another purpose am i correct with that understanding that uh, that was what was now again that was supposed to be done and we know car dealers like to sell iron but uh, the idea was really more to make it a promo car and some kind of a marketing program event Yes, absolutely. Uh, so a lot of these cars, I think some were actually purchased, but most of them were given away. They say um, that Ford gave, mo a lot, there, I guess, from my knowledge, there was about 50 dealerships throughout the United States at the time Ford had. And I think that's the reason they actually built 50 of these cars to give to each of the dealerships. I don't know if all of them were actually given to the dealerships because I've heard stories that some were actually sold but a lot of them were actually given away. So they would have these treasure chest promotions at the different dealerships throughout the United States. And, you know, people would have get a key at the end of the promotion. Whoever's key started the car, won the car. So the golden anniversary that I have at the Peterson Museum, the original owners, when we were restoring the car, got a hold of us. And their father was actually one of those people that had the key that, that started the car. And they told us the story about the car and everything like that. And they wanted to purchase the car back, but uh, I kind of fell in love with it. <laughs> so unfortunately, I didn't sell it to them. Um, but a uh, very nice family. And they were telling us the story how their, their father won the car. Yeah. Which was a, a very fun story to hear. Now, that's just another one of those great stories that you hear because these cars – one thing we know here at the museum is that we have a lot of really great and beautiful cars here. But we also know just as important, and in some cases maybe even more important, is the story that goes with the car. Because sometimes it's, it's fascinating to hear some of the connections, some of the things that have happened to make certain, you know, to make this car happen or to make this something of a connection to the owner or to the hobby. Um, it's really, as as part of the whole idea with some of these cars. Just before we had, we were shut down last year for COVID, we had a gentleman come in, and we were, we always like to point out some of our prime cars, including the, the Golden Anniversary Mustang. And before I got the words out of my mouth, he goes, oh, is that the Goldfinger movie car? And I said, no, I said, no sir. I said, it's not. He goes, no, it's got to be. It has to be. It's the same color. And I said, well, sir, I said, if I remember correctly, the movie was made in 1964, and this is in 1966. And he goes, well, what does that have to do with anything? It's golden. It's a golden Mustang from that movie. And at some point, you just have to let the person kind of, you know, well, that's, he's, he's stuck in that in his mind, and that's what's going to be. So he thought he had a James Bond car. So what are you, you going to do sometimes? You just kind of, okay, you know, let it go. But it's 
it's always interesting some of the reactions you get from people, and that's what we enjoy from the story. From the story, we let them know that Henry Ford owned it. Um, it really kind of helps connect that even though know, the Ford family was very much involved with Mustangs, not only building them, but they had them. I don't know if Henry Ford drove it or not, but he certainly had one in a stable. So that's what's actually kind of cool to share because each of these cars has a history, and to be able to share that history like you've done with this, it's just, it's just, it's, it's awesome for us because it's just to the benefit of all of our guests that do come to the museum. And so, anyway, so I think the idea is that we wanted to, like I said, just kind of share the history. Not a lot of people know of the car because you're right. There's very little information out there, out there about the car. Uh, Mustang Monthly, actually, uh, like you said, they did one this past, uh, about 2018. But I understand, though, and from what I was looking at, Mark Houlihan was part of the, the team that put together the article. And I understand from a good friend of his who worked with him that Mark Houlihan also at one time had a golden Mustang. Did you know that, or did that come up in conversation when you met with him? I, I, I've, I've, heard, I've heard that before. I don't know too much about that, unfortunately. Um, my friend Eric uh, may have heard about that, who, who, who passed away. But um, he, I heard. I can't believe I heard his name through okay. him before, but... I, I don't know too much about that person. Oh, no, no, no. I, I know Mark. Uh, unfortunately, Mustang Monthly is no longer in publication, so he uh, he had to go get a real job. But as I say, but uh, it is it is because he's such a good writer man. and he's such a good uh, per, I mean a good connection with the Mustang hobby. But I saw that and I had one of his editors who actually was in the museum. He goes, "Is that Mark's car?" And I go, "Mark, Mark who?" And he goes, "Houlihan's." I go. Houlihan had one of these? He goes, yeah, Mark Houlihan had one. And so he called up Mark right then and there. Mark said, no, I sold mine some time ago. <laughs> so... And it may be. I'll have to give Mark a call just to find out if that is his car or not. Uh, that, 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 I, will, I will find that. out and let you know. So, but uh, anyway, but I want to thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, again, we'd like to share the history and connect the owners to the car of these cars to uh, to our listeners. And uh, so I really appreciate the time. And I more than that. Uh, we really appreciate having the car here. It's been a beautiful car for us to have. It really does show uh, it's a car that people don't, like I said, many don't know about it, but those that maybe a few they do, but no one has ever seen one of these. And that's what the museum is about is, again, showing things that they may not be familiar with, also educating where we can so they know more about the car. So it's nice to see it, but now they know more. We always share more of the story with them. So I really want to thank you, Rich. I, we, I, I, I said I cannot thank you enough. It's a great car for us to have, and we feel privileged to have it. So thank you. You are welcome. It is my pleasure, and I'm, I'm happy to have it. that car there. It means a lot to me as well. well thank you, guys. All right. Well, thank you. We'll, we'll stay in touch soon, I'm sure. Sounds good. All right. We definitely will. Have a great day. Thank you too. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.